Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. On today's show, despite what you may have heard, Facebook usage is up. And we'll explore why that is. And it's great news for marketers. Also, good news, bad news, if you use Facebook's native tools for scheduling and managing content and a big change for ad targeting for one demographic, hopefully not one that you are counting on, but we'll break it down for you either way, along with lots more updates all about Facebook today. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a Social Media Examiner production, where we break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Now for this week's expert guest, Allie Bloyd is host of the Marketing Inc. podcast and founder of Allie Bloyd Media, a leading training and consultancy for small businesses that specializes in social advertising. She's also going to be speaking at Social Media Marketing World this year, talking about the short form video sales letter, how to sell more with Instagram and Facebook ads. Welcome back to the show, Allie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So there was this very positive Wall Street Journal article that came out recently. And then Meta had their fourth quarter earnings call this week. And then all of a sudden we're learning Facebook usage is actually up. So you kind of consumed and watched a lot of that. What can you break down for us as marketers that's going to help us with all of that information? Yeah, I think the first thing is it is positive. A lot of people were pretty concerned at the outlook for some of these companies after hearing about large number of layoffs and things like that towards the end of last year. So I think that this definitely gave people kind of a boost in morale, especially those that either have stock in Meta or that use these platforms to run our businesses and grow our businesses. So the first thing is definitely those daily active users reach 2 billion per day, and they reach 3.7 billion people monthly through all of their apps. So those numbers are super, super strong. They have those 2 billion daily actives just 
on Facebook and it's 3 billion monthly for Facebook alone. So it does seem like a ton of people using Facebook are using it every single day. So that is great in terms of getting your message to the people you want to get it to on a repeat basis. You know that those people are going to continue to see that if you're advertising there. So I thought in general, their focus of the company was probably a good thing. They either phrased it as the year of efficiency just to explain away why these layoffs happened, or they truly are focusing on a year of efficiency and trying to trim the fat essentially, not just in terms of the workforce, but also in some of the projects and some of the features that they have been working on. Mark Zuckerberg was pretty clear in saying that anything that was you know, underperforming or not meeting expectations was not really going to stick around very long and that we might see continued layoffs as they cut through a lot of the middle management. They said they want to be more nimble and make a lot more quick and dynamic decisions throughout the company. So I think that sounds like a pretty good thing. Some other things that they talked about were the focus of Reels. So Reels have obviously grown tremendously when we are talking about Instagram. And then obviously those are also able to be watched on Facebook as well. They did mention that Reels had been actually taking away attention from the newsfeed. So that did hurt some of their earnings, but they are looking to Saw that. yeah, better monetize the way that they can use their reels that it will not take away what I assume to be the ad revenue that is typically generated from the newsfeed itself. Also talked a lot about their AI discovery engine. So with TikTok growing a lot in popularity, a lot of people estimated that that was why Facebook and Instagram were losing some of their market share, but they have really tried to combat that by creating an AI discovery engine similar to TikToks in terms of no longer focusing what you see based only on the accounts that you follow and the people that you're directly connected with, but based on what is trending kind of nationally or globally. And they said that those things are having a positive impact. So definitely more impressions were delivered through ads than in the previous year. And the cost per acquisition is down for advertisers who are running ads. So that was obviously really, really encouraging. I think to a lot of people maybe who stopped advertising on Facebook since some of the iOS updates have hurt some of those, you know, maybe those targeting options that they previously used were no longer working for them and the cost per acquisition was just getting too high. Those things really have been coming down. So I never stopped advertising on these platforms. I've continued to see a really great cost per acquisition for myself and for my clients. But obviously, if you are not somebody who's really into this every single day, it can seem really challenging to get those great results. But it is something that they're saying they're seeing across the board with all of their advertisers. They're getting better cost per impression and better customer acquisition cost. So, you know, they talked a little bit about, you know, their other AI projects and metaverse and things like that. But those were really the big takeaways that I gained from that call that they were going to be doing more to focus on continuing to help advertisers get better results because that's where their money is made. And they were trying to really get rid of any unnecessary costs throughout the company, which I think is probably a really good idea. 
yeah, when things are flush, they're, you know, they want to experiment and try all kinds of different things and see if they might stumble across, you know, Google has famously developed massive money makers that were just, you know, these side projects. But when things get lean, you got to tighten down. And it's interesting, you obviously have seen your ad costs go down for you and your clients, and the results are going up. And now they're reporting this. And obviously, essentially, these calls are for the stockholders. And so everything sort of has a spin. But even when you look at these numbers, I mean, everything looks legit. They didn't have to spin a lot here in terms of what's happening with Facebook. And so the conclusion, though, that you were kind of sharing is the reason that the use time is up on Facebook has kind of been driven by the fact that they can now show more content that people want to see rather than just their friends and family because of this new AI engine and making that better. Is that right? Yeah, I do think so. And honestly, I don't necessarily know that people ever really jumped ship when it came to using the Facebook platform. I think the demographics are always kind of evolving, but I think more than anything, it was advertisers jumping ship because the iOS changes impacted their ability to get results for themselves pretty significantly. And they thought, oh, Facebook ads don't work anymore. And obviously, that's where so much of their money is made. And they're really trying to show, okay, we have put things in place that are helping people overcome those issues. Yeah, 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people when it came to Facebook advertising. And some have never come back to the platform since then. But for those people who were a little gun shy after that happened, I think they really want to show that that is no longer a significant challenge and that advertisers are coming back to the platform. So that's one reason they'd be sharing it, you know, with the stockholders. But I think in general, they are being honest. I mean, we really have seen a strong results across the board, but an uptick definitely in recent months, because I do think that they are having to get better in terms of helping their advertisers get those results if they want to keep that ad revenue coming in. Yeah. And some people will come back. Hopefully everybody doesn't come back because then the, the rates will obviously you know go up in the bidding auction. But yeah, that's great news. And I can't wait to hear you talk more about this and other things at Social Media Marketing World. By the way, if you are looking to make a bigger impact with your marketing this year, being a social marketer is a big job and it's easy to get overwhelmed. That's why we've put together these incredible learning experiences for you at Social Media Marketing World, one that will improve your value and help you crush your goals. And we've got physical and virtual tickets. So we'd love to have you in San Diego, come to the sun and meet with people face-to-face. Or if that doesn't work, you can get the virtual ticket as well. And you can get your ticket now at socialmediamarketing.world. So as you mentioned, they are now shutting down some things that maybe weren't getting used as much or weren't as effective, some of these side projects. And it sounds like they're now shutting down Creator Studio and moving everything to Meta's business suite. And so what does that mean exactly? I mean, are we going to see the same experience in Meta's business suite now? I am definitely happy to see this. I think this has been like a constant evolution and one that I'm kind of tired of at this point. They're always coming out with these new (laughs) dashboards, basically, and they always end up shutting them down and migrating to something that they already have. And I think it's absolutely confusing for advertisers and users of the platform. You know, I love to see progress, but I don't love progress for the sake of progress. If you're going to roll something out, you know, keep it because it takes people a while to get acclimated to it and to get used to it and to really learn how to use it. And then if you're just shutting those things down really quickly, they're either back to square one with something else or they wasted their time. So I like this change. 
business suite has been around for a bit. It's actually still being rolled out to everyone as far as I know. I actually did a video with Social Media Examiner on this maybe two years ago now or a year and a half at least. And it was talking about the fact that not everybody had business suite and you know how to know if you do have it. They were still rolling that out. <laughs> I still know people who don't have it right now. So it doesn't look like Business Suite is even available for everyone in the world. It's hard to know how they actually do those rollouts. But if they're going to be pushing people either even further into Business Suite, I would assume that they are going to try and get that rolled out to everyone who does not have it. But I think it's a good thing. I like to keep everything consolidated. I think they see the need for advertisers and users to keep all of their assets in one place. And Business Suite really is the most all-encompassing place that they have created thus far for not only the advertiser, but the person who just wants to create things and schedule organic content. So I do think it's probably the best all-in-one option that they've gotten. So I'm not surprised that they're, they're getting rid of everything else. Yeah, definitely a good news, bad news situation. It's, you know, it's good news, obviously, overall to simplify the amount of tools that are out. Yeah. And maybe some people still have Facebook Business Manager. I don't know. But they're streamlining, they're simplifying, which is great. But if you were an active Creator Studio user, as I was, it's kind of like, oh, okay. But for a while now, I've been going back and forth like, oh, this isn't in Creator Studio. I have to hop over to Business Suite and then back again for something else. So I'm excited about that. It's all going to one place. And then a bigger change that is going to, I think, impact even more uh, beyond just going to a different website to do your scheduling is kind of the way that they're doing some of the user settings in terms of they've created this new thing called Account Center. And you might have seen this if you're really active in Instagram or Facebook, but can you kind of explain what the new account center is? Because this is particularly important for anybody who manages multiple accounts like marketers do. Yeah. So they're just trying to, again, kind of centralize everything that they have. The main change that's happening is kind of the way that they're referring to people. They are calling them account center accounts as opposed to individual people, because obviously you can have multiple accounts on multiple platforms and they know that you are just one individual person. Uh, but yeah, they're really trying to centralize everything that they possibly can, in my opinion, into a couple of different places to make it easier for people to find things and to make it easier for them to manage. And so inside of the ads platforms, you'll now see account center accounts, which just rolls off the tongue, right? Instead of yeah. what used to just say people. Is that right? Yeah. And so it's going to be more personal details, passwords, securities, different ad preferences. You're going to be able to manage those for multiple accounts as opposed to just one individually. Got it. Okay. And then big update to ad targeting. And I remember, I feel like the last time there was a shift this big, I guess a year ago, they took away some stuff. And I remember when all of a sudden they locked down certain industries like real estate and credit. But now they are removing ad targeting for a lot of options around teens. So what are the new updates on that for a company that may be trying to target teenagers on Facebook? Yeah, I think that these are probably pretty necessary changes. I think a lot of things when it comes to advertising to kids has actually been a negative. Hopefully nobody listening to this has been, you know, running ads that would have been damaging to teens in the first place. But obviously there are going to be a lot of products and services that teens can use that you're going to try and reach with them. What they don't want to do is, I think some of the discriminatory 
elements that we've seen in other ad targeting options being removed is partially involved in this. But more than anything, it sounds like they're trying to limit things that could be potentially damaging to teens. They already removed several like interests and activity related targeting, but now they are going to remove teens from being able to see ads strictly based on the content that they are engaging with on Facebook and Instagram. So in some ways that seems like, well, why would you do that? Because that's exactly what advertisers want. But a lot of times teens might be engaging with pages that they really shouldn't be seeing more ads related to those things. So I know that there has been a lot of talk in recent years about teenage girls in particular and the potential damage that can be done through just like body image related content. They're not allowed to see weight loss ads as it is, but there are a lot of other things that may not be classified as weight loss ads, but are still body image related, or maybe it's something to do with eating disorders or food. And those things, if a young girl is like engaging with those things on Instagram, the worst thing that you could do is serve her more ads focused on those things because they're not necessarily healthy things for that teen to be seeing more of. And I think there's a lot of examples that you could find where that would be relevant as well, but that's just one that I know has been kind of in the news in recent years. So I do think that they're trying to prevent maybe a teen's interest from actually allowing them to be served even more content that's focused on that, especially if it may not be super healthy for them. So they are also going to remove the ability for them to use gender in their targeting as well. So you can only see age and location. I don't necessarily know what the purpose of this was. If it is something discriminatory, I'm not really sure. They don't go into detail about it. But for whatever reason, they are no longer allowing you to determine if it's, you know, females or males that you're reaching, just age and location. And they also are now giving teens the ability to manage what type of ads they want to see. So adults have had those options for a while, you know, show me less of this type of ad, or I don't want to see ads like this anymore. Oh, teens didn't have that. I didn't even realize that either. But yeah, they're finally giving them that option, which I, I think is a good thing. It's interesting that you brought up gender because I literally today, there was an ad in my Facebook feed for women's clothing. And I didn't get a chance to like click on it and say, why am I being targeted with this? Or did somebody check the wrong box? You know, like I'm married and I have bought my wife clothes, not often, but it's not the kind of thing I would ever, you know, like buy for her either. So it was interesting that 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 happened. And then you just brought that up. So as an agency owner, Allie, I'm really excited to ask you about this next story. Meta has launched this Meta certified company program. And essentially you can go in and get these certifications by passing these tests. And then you can add a badge to your website or whatever. I don't know if they have a directory or or whatever it is, but essentially you can get meta certified as a meta certified marketer in different areas to show that you know the platform, which is important. Do you think these make a difference for getting clients for marketers? You know, it's hard to say because I do think that there are some benefits in certification programs. Ultimately, I've never needed a meta certification to get a client. I think that for the most part, people want to know that you can get real businesses, real results. That is the only thing that they care about is the return on investment that they believe somebody can help them get and what evidence 
Can you show me that this is something you've been able to do in the past? You know, just your credibility as someone who's been helping businesses with this type of advertising. That being said, I do think if you're a newer agency, there are benefits to doing this because if you don't yet have a lot of results and testimonials and things like that to back up your knowledge, then this could be a good way to show that, hey, I may not have worked with 100 clients before, but I do know what I'm talking about. I'm not someone who just decided to be a Facebook ad expert today. I've really learned this platform. I've learned the system. And this is something that I can show you to demonstrate that. I also think that certifications can be a great training tool for newer team members. So let's say, you know, you're bringing somebody on in your agency and you want to make sure that they are really paying attention and they know the best practices and that you can feel comfortable letting them handle your client accounts. I think sending them through a certification could be a great thing because it does give you as the business owner some peace of mind that this team member really did know what they said they knew or they've learned what I wanted them to learn because again it's not really something I've ever had to use to get clients but I've done different types of certifications but mainly as a way to really get that information myself not as a way to market myself yeah. but something where I feel like okay I have really dug in deep I've gone through the tests I've answered all the questions correctly like I know this stuff like the back of my hand And a lot of the certifications that I've gone through, I use that knowledge all the time. So I think it does depend on why you're doing it. But if you are somebody who doesn't have a lot of case studies yet, doesn't have a lot of testimonials yet, and does want a way to set themselves apart, this could be a really good way to do it because there's no cost to doing these certifications, which I think is great. I have an agency background. And when I worked in an agency, they were like, we want you to get all of these. You know, And back then it was the Facebook blue print or different phrase. And, you know, they'd go to the clients, Hey, yeah, yeah, we're certified. And they were just like, okay, which is why I was curious, you know, what to say, but I love that you brought up. Clients don't really know. They don't know what it means. Yeah. Newer marketers and things like that. It's a great, because the training is all free and they make this training to pass the tests. And, and when I did it, we did have to pay to take the test, but I think that was because we had to go to like a certified testing center. Now I think you can do it at home with a webcam and you have to like show them there's no notes in the room and take it on camera. But yeah, it's an incredible training tool for your team or or for newer markers, which is fantastic. And of course, if you really want the ultimate training experience, don't forget you can get your physical or virtual ticket for Social Media Marketing World right now. Just go to socialmediamarketing.world and grab all the information and your ticket right now. Allie, where can we discover more about you? Well, you can go to my website, AllieBloyd.com. That's A-L-L-I-E-B-L-O-Y-D.com. And you can also check me out on YouTube. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and you can go to my podcast, Marketing Inc., I-N-K, and get some more long-form training there. Really excited to see you at Social Media Marketing World again. She's going to be talking about the short-form video sales letter, how to sell more with Instagram and Facebook ads, which is going to be fantastic. And of course, if you're looking for another podcast to add to your listening lineup, two for you to check out, Social Media Marketing Podcast or the Web3 Business Podcast, both available wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com.
Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.